Well, good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Monday, February 27th, 2023. And our top story today, an entrepreneur's journey to deliver a healthy snack and healthy SAT scores. And joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Emmanuel Lai is the co-founder of Heaven's Pantry. Manny, great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Jeff, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. I'm really excited to uh, talk to you and the audience about uh, my journey as an entrepreneur. Yeah, and and I look, I'm excited, and it's Monday morning, and I'm 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 on a health kick. So really, and I want to talk about Excalibur, uh, Manny. Let's start off with the journey. Um, what led you on this path to creating a health bar? So let's let's start with what 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 kicked off that that journey for to be an entrepreneur. I've always had a very entrepreneurial personality, but at the same time, I also, I also maintained a corporate job and I actually rose up the corporate ladder very quickly. Uh, a lot of entrepreneurs have this idea that you cannot, uh, you know, spend time in corporate America and that there's nothing to learn. And I think that's an absolute lie. I think wherever you are, whether you're mopping the floors, whether you're crunching spreadsheets, anything, there's always something to learn in the journey of life. When I was a, when I was in high school, my first taste of entrepreneur definitely hit me hard and it made me grow up fast. I started a tutoring business outside, out of my parents' basements. And I started to notice the impact of good nutrition on the performance of my students. When I was younger, Academics was very stressed in my household. And before I did my homework, uh, my parents would actually feed me a bowl of fruits and nuts. And as I got older, they explained to me why, why exactly they did that. The fruits were meant to give you a short-term burst of energy to get you amped up and ready to tackle the math problems or the literature exercises that the teacher whipped up for you. The nuts were to help you have long-term fuel that can get you through multiple hours of studying. I fed that same recipe to my students and I helped someone increase their SAT score by a whopping 290 points. Wow. Wow. You know, I wish you were, I mean, I'm considerably older, but where were you back in uh, 1988? I mean, you probably were not even a glint in your parents' eyes. Man, I could have used that. So let, let's talk about it, it sounds like you know you started this tutoring business. You learned the uh, the benefits of health and nutrition. Now, where did Excalibur come from? Is that just a co the combination of what you learned from your parents? So the whole concept of the Excalibur was that me and my friend Rob, when we started this company together, we realized that this whole industry of big agriculture and the food industry. There is a huge emphasis on profits. There's a huge emphasis on shelf life. And that's great and all. I think that I'm not one to knock modern technological advancements like uh, proper packaging, proper food storage. 
That is something that we cannot take for granted, but there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. I've noticed that so many energy bars on the market, I look at their ingredients and I see a lot of very, very strange chemicals that I cannot really pronounce easily. And I'm the kind of guy who, you know, instead of taking things for granted, I always do further research. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, whoever's watching this video right now, next time you see an energy bar in the food aisle with a list of weird, funky ingredients, go on Google, go look up each one of them. On Wikipedia, you can look up the potential adverse health effects that they have. The, we put so much food in our body that's laden with preservatives and it's slowing us down. It's Yes, it's cheaper. Yes, it makes the manufacturers more profits, but it's slowing you down as a human being from reaching your full potential. It's making you lethargic. It's, you know, it's really just hindering your productivity. I mean, you can see it's really late in the day and I'm still, I'm still full of energy. And that's because I live a very disciplined life. I'm very conscious of what I put in my body. And I made the Excalibur with that principle in mind. The whole yeah. concept of the Excalibur is that it's the sword and weapon that gives you the energy to get you through your day. Did you go to medieval times as a kid? I actually, how did you come? How did you come up with Excalibur? I actually yeah. did, and I was always uh, rooting for the Green Knights. I was always rooting for the Green Knights. What uh, what night did you root for, Mister Snyder? I don't, you know, I don't recall ever going to medieval times. The only time I knew about medieval times was the cable guy. But let me let me ask you, just in in last question before we go to commercial break, where did that name come from? And and Excalibur, I think a lot of us know the the story of. Uh, uh, Excalibur and, and um, you know, King Arthur. But how did you originate the name of the bar? I originated the name of the bar uh, with my friend Rob, who is my co-founder. So we wanted a name to that really embodies the value of our company, Heaven's Pantry. And what values do we represent? Well, let's take a step back. When you think of a knight, what do you, what do you think of in terms of values and moral character. First of all, knights have a very strict code of ethics and integrity that they abide by. They, they embody the values of valor, purity, diligence, and hard work. Those are the values that we truly believe in as a company. So we wanted a brand and image that people can identify with that signifies trust and integrity. And the whole concept of the Knights of the Round Table was born. Yeah, and, and let me ask you one last question. Who in this equation is Merlin the magician? So we have a third co-founder. <laughs> His name is Justin. We can think of we can think of Rob, the guy who came up with the with the concept and the name as King Arthur. We can think of uh, we we can think of uh, Justin as the head knights of the round table. And you can think of myself as the magical wizard who goes across the land and proclaims how awesome this product is. Okay, well, I want to I hit more on that in a second. Manny, I need to take a very quick break. We come back. We'll talk more about the journey of an entrepreneur. There's some pitfalls, I'm sure, that we're going to learn about. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. But if you're tired, 
Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses, I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Tax audits, tax liens, wage garnishments. Every day we hear stories like this about good folks who are simply struggling to pay their bills. Each of them are living a frightening IRS tax nightmare and they are afraid it will destroy their lives. I'm a divorced single mom and my ex-husband left me and the kids with a lot of unpaid bills, including unpaid taxes. I was really starting to show my stress on my kids because the IRS had sent me a letter demanding a huge payment from me. I couldn't afford it. So then the IRS was threatening to garnish my wages. I'm already living paycheck to paycheck. That would have put me over the edge financially. It truly seemed hopeless, but then a friend at work told her to call the tax relief line. The people at the tax relief line, they told me about something called innocent spouse relief. They worked it out so that all of the taxes from my ex are not my problem. I don't know how that works and, and I don't care. All I care about is that I don't owe the IRS a dime and they are not going to take my paycheck. Even if it seems hopeless, you should call the number on your screen right now. There is absolutely no cost for the call or the consultation. You are under no obligation. If you are worried that the IRS could garnish your wages, seize your assets, even take your home, call us right now. The tax relief line is here to help you. Now you have a knowledgeable, professional team of tax experts that are ready to negotiate with the IRS and fight for you to save you money. The Tax Relief Line's professionals have successfully negotiated thousands of cases, reducing and sometimes even eliminating the tax debt for their clients. It's very easy to get started. Simply call the number on your screen right now. You don't have to live in fear anymore. The call and the consultation are free. Welcome back. We're joined this morning by Manny Lai of Heaven's Pantry. Manny, thanks so much for staying with us this morning. My pleasure. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you who is uh, Guinevere, but let's not go down that path. In all, serious, in all seriousness, let's talk about some of the, 
You, you work a full-time job. You've got an important corporate job. Let's talk about the trials and tribulations of being an entrepreneur. Give us, give us some of the, the, the things you learned along the way as you're, you're, you're balancing all these things. Well, I definitely think time management and prioritization is absolutely essential. I remember my first year of work, that was around a 60, 70 hours worth of work uh, for my full-time job, 20 hours of entrepreneurship, 10 hours of studying for professional exams. And uh, let's just say that my, you know, my recreational time, my that completely went out the window and that lo looking back, looking back on it, I definitely think that I don't regret any of the sacrifices that I made, but I also think that the biggest thing that you learn as an entrepreneur is how to prioritize. They have this saying, and I tell this to everyone that I mentor, when everything is a fire drill, nothing is a fire drill. And if you want to successfully prioritize, you need to be very cognizant of what is adding value to your business. And most of all, what is adding value to your customer? Do not forget why you're in business for the first place. It's not so it's, it's not so you can feel super good about owning a business. You, you should feel super good about serving your customer to the best of the ability. So splitting tasks between administrative versus value add to the customer and truly prioritizing tasks that add value to the customer while streamlining, automating, or outsourcing the tasks that don't add value to the customer. That is critical if you want to enter the world of entrepreneurship. Yeah, really, really important. Let me ask you about distribution because you talked about going down that grocery aisle or the store aisle and seeing all these. And I, I can, you know, right up the street from me is a little deli and I've seen dozens upon dozens of bars and I have not done the Google research, but uh, that I probably should and, and need to. But but how do you get distribution? How do how do you take your brand, which is a, a relatively new newer brand? How do you get it in the stores? How do you make it available to the customer? So that's a phenomenal question. And it's a question that uh, every small CPG company is working day and night to crack. The snack bar space is incredibly crowded. It's uh, very competitive, but I would not say that it's a, I would not say it's an impossible game to crack if you, if you have the number one, the right product. So if you have the wrong product, you shouldn't be in business because you're not adding value to the customer. Uh, if you cannot clearly articulate why your product is better than the than a competitor, I can go on and on about why I think this product is superior to the other ones in the market. And uh, as a consumer with a lot of choices, I actually eat my bar in the mornings very, very often. Gives me a good kick of energy to power through my day. So if you believe in your product and you can stand by the product, that is the first step. If you cannot solve that problem, you should not even be in business. But I leverage a lot of tools uh, to, I leverage a lot of tools to identify good potential fits. And actually I have a, I have a automated data collection mechanism that uh, it was actually a technology that I learned how to use at my previous job uh, that I, 
that I actually became an expert on. And I am very meticulous in filtering out who is not a good potential fit. The last thing that, once again, I'm always thinking about value to the customer. I don't want to waste the time of someone who's not looking to stock healthy products. I don't want to waste the time of someone who's, you know, uh, only concern is price. So the, I think my product is very fairly priced, but at the end of the day, you know, um, if you want a product with a lot of preservatives, a lot of artificial ingredients, that's always going to be cheaper. And it's really all about, ident number one, having a product that's better than other people, articulating why it's better, and then finding who are the most likely uh, distributors who want to carry your product. And we had the most success with local stores and uh, stores that have a focus on artisanal, handcrafted, high-quality products. The reason why is because small, small stores, they understand what it's like to be early on in the in the business life cycle. They're very supportive of entrepreneurs like myself. And they also like how they can speak face-to-face -face with a human being and develop a relationship with them. And that is honestly one of the funnest parts of this job, taking out people for coffee, taking them out to lunch, getting to, the, to know the vibe of their store. That is absolutely what I live for. Yeah, well, good luck. You know, it sounds, I've actually tasted a bar. I think it's very good. And I, again, I wish that you were my tutor back in 1988. I probably would have done a hell of a lot better in school and I would have done better on the SAT. You're doing but, fine just now. Uh, you know, it's c'est la vie. Manny, we're going to have to leave it there. Really great to talk to you. Thanks for sharing a bit of your story. And we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Absolutely. I'll be here. That wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more, and all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content, We'll visit our website and, of course, all of our streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow for another edition of BRN AM. Got a very special guest, and you're not going to want to miss it. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.